It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Stop, stop the music just for a second. Just, just, just turn it down. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. You're listening to Locked On Magic and, and the, you know, your team every day, all, all that jazz. Aaron Gordon got robbed. Aaron Gordon got absolutely robbed. And no offense to Derek Jones Jr. Uh, you know, entering the slam dunk contest, I thought that it was between Derek Jones Jr. and Aaron Gordon. It was, it was those two guys and, and pretty much everyone else. You know, Pat Connaughton, great leaper. Dwight Howard, obviously a former dunk champion. But this was always between those two guys. And they're both worthy dunk champions. But this happened again? It happened again to Aaron Gordon? Ugh, let's, spend, let's spend some time breaking this down. Okay, music back up. Let's do it. Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 16th, 2020. My name is Phil Brossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, find me on Twitter at omd. We are here today on this All-Star Sunday to break down the people's champ, Aaron Gordon, and the slam dunk contest. This isn't going to be a normal episode, so you know I'll just dive right in. It's a weekend episode, so I don't want to waste too much of your time. But, man, I had my doubts about Aaron Gordon being in this dunk contest. I, I won't deny it. When it first came out that Gordon was considering re-entering the dunk contest, I was skeptical. It's a season that's been full of injury, and it's a season that the Magic have, frankly, needed to focus on other things. should be, of course, of note that all four of the uh, competitors in the slam dunk contest are on playoff-bound teams. But it felt like Gord needed to put his focus elsewhere, that the preparation and practice that he always says that he needs for competitions like this, he just it just didn't feel like his energy should have been put to that task. Now... Certainly, Gordon had other interests involved. The debut of his new shoe, being chief among them, to be in this dunk contest and 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 to deliver in this dunk contest. There's a lot of money on the line for Aaron Gordon here, and and oh, well, maybe not on the line, but certainly his his you know the, the the companies that he endorses are very happy about Gordon again being front and center on All Star Saturday night. But I definitely felt like Gordon has. A lot bigger things to focus on. And in fact, I, I wrote before the dunk contest that Aaron Gordon just seems to be up in the air. That 
you know, he is most comfortable in the air, most comfortable, you know, going to the basket, but his career and his future with the Orlando Magic certainly seem very much in limbo, so to speak. And maybe we, we could talk a little bit about that coming up here on this episode of Locked On Magic. But once Gordon announced that he was going to be in the dunk contest, once he confirmed his participation, the only thing everyone expected was a show. The only thing everyone expected was for him to come for that crown, which was rightfully him, rightfully his. Back in 2016, Aaron Gordon went toe-to-toe with Zach Levine in a dunk contest that ranks with the 1988 contest, with the 2000 contest, with the best dunk contest this league has ever seen. A toe-to-toe one-on-one showdown with one of the best dunkers of all time in Zach Levine. A dazzling display of athleticism and power and and everything else. Gordon walked out of that dunk contest, not the dunk champion per se, but the people's champion. He had the dunk everyone was talking about the next day and and frankly to this day. The famous sit-down dunk over stuff. Not to mention the crazy uh, 360 or 180 dunk that he had with stuff on the on the tread on the hoverboard and frankly what was most disappointing about that contest was the dunk that Aaron Gordon finished on was really darn impressive going between his legs and over his head in the same dunk while still in the air is extremely difficult and, and easy to miss not watching it live and it felt like At the end of that dunk contest, the judges had just decided it was going to end. And Gordon admittedly ran out of ideas. Redemption is a funny way of repeating itself, or history is a funny way of repeating itself in that matter then. Because there was Gordon, another dunk off, another dazzling display of athleticism, dunking over and around Chance the Rapper, dunking you know, uh, doing a crazy, another spinning, essentially that dunk he did with stuff spinning on the hoverboard, he did off a a pass off the side of the backboard from Markel Fultz. It's just, it's insane. Just, if, if that first dunk contest in 2016 was carefully planned and practiced and 2017 overproduced, this just felt like raw, I'm going out there. I have a few ideas. We'll see if they work. It was raw and, and it was fun because both Derek Jones Jr. and Aaron Gordon largely made their dunks at least on the second attempt. I think Gordon missed two dunks or two dunk attempts on the whole night. One, a bad pass from Fultz. The other, just his first dunk. He just, you know, kind of, he kind of flubbed it, but but clearly had the idea going. I think it was around the back 180 for a dunk, for a dunk or 360 for a dunk. It was just, again... As Kenny Smith put it on the broadcast, he just did all of it with so much ease. Gordon was, again, the talk of the dunk contest. And honestly, it was his last dunk that I think we will all be talking about. Run Out of ideas to, to do a sixth dunk, as, as Gordon put it afterward. I, we only came here with four dunks. Out of ideas, he tried to bring Shaq onto the floor and say, hey, can I can I dunk over you? And Shaq was not Shaq was not one to do it. Then he spotted the tallest guy in the room, seven foot six UCF Knight 
slash Boston Celtic, Taco Fall, an Orlando icon. And yes, he is an Orlando icon, not the Orlando icon, an Orlando icon. He grabbed Taco Fall out of the stands, asked the young rookie to trust him. Being from, I think being from Orlando, he got that trust. And then proceeded to dunk over him, to, to clear him for two-handed jam that had everyone on the bench, all the all-stars in attendance, jumping out of their seats. If there is one judge for the dunk contest, and, and, and I, think, I think this is an argument for this is the one thing that maybe fans should decide. If there is a judge for the dunk contest, it is the reaction of the peers. It is a reaction of the dunkers' peers, of the all-stars sitting along the sideline on the bench, enjoying the contest themselves. You know what it's like to fly through the air like that. And just like in 2016, they were all standing and crowding Aaron Gordon. They thought the contest was over there, that Gordon had secured his sixth 50. He had five 50s. They thought that was 50 number six. He just jumped over the tallest player in the league. Maybe he didn't clear him quite like Vince Carter did. He went around him. And Derek Jones Jr. had done plenty of dunking over big guys throughout the contest. A lot of his dunks were doing tricks while jumping over people. Which again, Derek Jones Jr., an amazing dunker. Absolutely. And honestly, if Aaron Gordon won in this contest, Derek Jones Jr. is the runaway winner. Oh, but controversy ensued. Gordon scored a 47 with the with Tatala himself, Chadwick Boseman, Scotty Pippen, and Dwayne Wade. Leaving Gordon short of the dunk contest ground. Derek Jones Jr.'s final dunk was, I believe, a windmill from, from the uh, free throw line, which is similar to what Zach Levine did. Um, four years ago. Again, Derek Jones Jr. can fly. I, I, I'm not begrudging him a dunk championship. That dude is a slam dunk champion in every sense of the word. But like that night in 2016, this night belonged to Aaron Gordon. He was the talk of the tournament. He was the talk of the contest. He was the one wowing the crowd. He was the main event. Everyone got up for Derrick Jones Jr.'s dunks too. But the visceral reaction inside the United Center was not the same as Aaron Gordon. According to the judges, Candace Parker and Common, the only two judges that gave Aaron Gordon a 10 on that final dunk, the plan was for it to end in a tie, which has led to conspiracy theories that Dwayne Wade, a former teammate of Derrick Jones Jr., won that, won that uh, prisoner's dilemma and gave Gordon a 9 when someone was supposed to give him a 10 to ensure that they got to a tie. There, would have, there were no more dunks. They, they were only promised 6. It would have been the judges picking who the winner was themselves. It's just straight up. Maybe that's what they should have done all along. The crowd itself was shocked. The players, like Giannis, LeBron James who wasn't in attendance, but... The players on the bench were shocked when the score turned up lower than Derrick Jones Jr. This was not the result everyone wanted. 
And everyone in that building and everyone watching at home knew it. It was at least a tie. It was probably an Aaron Gordon win. Again, the conspiracy theories ran rampant, but at the end of the day, Gordon went home empty. Again, in the same frustrating manner, he went home empty four years ago. The same frustration, the same just, frankly, unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Kind of heartache. And you could see Gordon's frustration in his post-game press conference and through his post-game com- post, uh, post-contest comments. He did confirm that this is his last dunk contest, but he said, I should have two trophies at home. Terrence Ross graciously offered his. Terrence Ross, a former dunk champion, but Terrence Ross has long said Aaron Gordon is a much better dunker than I am. Gordon even, frankly, seemed to throw some shade at Zach Levine as well uh, in, his, in his press conference, but he asked who would organize this thing and, and, and was clearly just a little peeved. As Gordon put it, they told us to come here with four dunks. I scored four fifties. I scored five fifties. It should be a cumulative total. And, you know, obviously he's saying that because that would mean he wins, but he has a point there too. Gordon was perfect the entire night. He delighted. He pleased. He thrilled. He was original. He was explosive. He was athletic. He was dynamic. He had the people. He had the crowd, the audience, the broadcasters in the palm of his hands. And just like he did four years ago, he delivered. It's a shame that Aaron Gordon will not be going home with the trophy because he deserves it for both the performances he did in 2016 and in 2020. He has done just incredible things. One of the greatest dunkers of all time. And and frankly, when we watch this contest back, when this contest is aired on TV, just like the 2016 contest is aired on TV, it will be Aaron Gordon's dunks that are shown most. He will be the defining legacy of these contests. And that's why... You know, after maybe resisting it a little bit in 2016, he's very clearly the people's champion. Twice now, he is the people's champion. But unfortunately, the people's champion does not come with the trophy. It does not come with that immortality. And again, Aaron Gordon is frustrated. Magic fans often overlooked and all that, are frustrated. And the big scheme of things, this doesn't matter. It's a dunk contest. Who cares? But man, Aaron Gordon won that dunk contest. I'm, I'm sorry. He won it. Just like he won it in 2016. And it's just... It's just silliness that Gordon has to sit there and hand the trophy off to someone else. And and this one was 
even more ridiculous as, as the crowd certainly let the judges know at the end of the show. playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on nba every monday to be up to date locked on nba available on youtube and wherever you get podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day of course, it, it probably deserves mentioning here then that this is ultimately not where Aaron Gordon wants to be. This is not the game Gordon, Aaron Gordon wants to play in. This is not where Gordon sees his career. I, I did see this criticism at some point during the night if, you know, Aaron Gordon should be focused on playing in the Sunday game and not in Saturday's festivities. And that, that is absolutely correct. If there is one thing that is most disappointing about this season for the Orlando Magic, it is Aaron Gordon. He has not had the year everyone wanted. And frankly, him being in the dunk contest, you you hope, like it happened at the end, uh, after the 2016 dunk contest, that this sparks some energy in him. And certainly after losing the way he did, lights a little bit of fire under him. That The Magic do have one more game against the Heat coming up in March. Now, whether it does or not, that's kind of beside the point, but Gordon has certainly not played to the level that everyone thought. It's widely assumed that Nikola Vucevic, for all his consistency and everything that he provides this team, was at or near his ceiling. His his appearance in the All-Star game last year was always, always perhaps a flash in the pan. Nobody... Certainly, people thought it was possible, but it's very rare for a player who makes his first All-Star appearance at 28 years old to go back again. I think Kyle Lowry and Marcus Gasol are the, are the most recent examples of that. Again, very, very rare to see a player emerge as an All-Star that late and make multiple All-Star appearances. For the Magic to take this next step forward that they wanted to take, it would take Aaron Gordon doing what he seems so natural to do And that's take a leap. Take that next big step. Gordon certainly showed signs of it last year. He was a much better playmaker, much more efficient shooter, much better decision maker, a better defender. And in the playoffs, he was the Magic's best player. Everything seemed to align for Gordon to take that next step. And it just hasn't happened. While his rebounding and assists have stayed pretty flat, His scoring has decreased dramatically. He's averaging about 13, 14 points per game. His shooting efficiency especially has gone down. He's been, he just recently climbed over 30%, over the 30% mark on three-pointers. And generally the Magic's offense just isn't moving. And some of that's on Gordon and some of that's not. But Gordon has not looked like a great fit. Injuries have played a role, as they always have in Gordon's career. Got hurt early in the year when he got popped in the jaw. 
That seemed to slow a lot of his momentum in the preseason. Um, he then sprained his ankle, came back perhaps a little too soon from it, said he was still dealing with some of the issues, and frankly, that's why I didn't think he should have been in this dunk contest, was to make sure that that is healthy now. Obviously, having watched a dunk contest, he looks pretty healthy to me. But Gordon has not taken that step forward. Again, averaging 14.2 points per game and a career worst 47.3% from the floor. Three-point percentage, just a little over 30% as well. This has not been the step forward. And naturally, Gordon's been in limbo a little bit. There is reporting out there from Sean Deveni of Heavy.com specifically saying the Magic did try very hard to trade Aaron Gordon at the trade deadline. At the at least at the very least, the way I took it, the Magic were testing the market. They had some targets, they had some big ideas that teams weren't ready to meet. They talked with Minnesota, they talked with Golden State, they talked with Phoenix reportedly. And the deals that they wanted to make weren't there. Again, testing the market, gathering information. So, though Russia trading, he's got two additional years left on his contract after this one. Front-loaded at about $34 million total. Gordon is still very, very capable. Let's make that perfectly clear. In his last 10 games... Gordon is averaging 17.2 points per game and shooting a 47.3% effective field goal percentage. Still not super efficient, but better. And the scoring numbers are obviously up. He flirted with a triple-double in the win over the Detroit Pistons. He's making better decisions, it seems like. He is keeping the ball moving, and really that's been the biggest key for him. When the ball moves, it finds Aaron Gordon, and it finds him in spots where he can score, whether it's in transition or off of cuts, where he is the most effective. He is not a good ISO scorer, even though he tries to be. And he's still not a great post-up player either, although he's gotten better on that front. Gordon is very much in limbo with this team. And while, to me, it felt like the Magic were not open to trading him, obviously there's reporting to suggest otherwise, the Magic were not open to trading because they don't have any power forward depth right now with Jonathan Isaac likely out for the year and Alfred Gamidu likely out for the year. Gordon does feel a little bit like the odd man out. It is up to him here in these last 20, 30 games or so to prove that A, he can fit around Jonathan Isaac when Jonathan Isaac returns and B, prove that he does still have that all-star potential. That the next time he's at the All-Star Game, whether it's in Indianapolis next year or further on down the road, that he will be there playing on Sunday. At 24 years old, it is still far too early to give up on him. And obviously, you look at the display of athleticism that he showed on Saturday night, you absolutely should not give up on him. There's still a lot of spring in that step. And of course... He's shown that he can put some of those skills together on the court. Still far too young to completely give up on him without getting a substantial return. But to be sure, Gordon's failure to launch this year has been one of the biggest subplots of the Magic season. 
has been one of the biggest frustrations and one of the biggest issues that this team has faced. And of course, figuring out how to get more out of Aaron Gordon. How to get him back on the ascendancy. It's one of the big questions this Magic team faces. Certainly for the rest of the season, because regardless of whether you think Gordon can fit with Jonathan Isaac, which I still think is an open question, this is Gordon's chance. Isaac's not coming back. Not likely, anyway. And Gordon has to step up. It has always been up to Gordon to step up. And he struggled with that until recently. And now maybe with a little bit of fire under him, maybe with the finish line in sight, maybe with a real goal, you know, a team that needs some urgency to get to seventh, which I think is a very real goal for this team. Aaron Gordon has a lot to play for. He is most at home up in the air, flying to the basket, soaring to the rim. But his career is very much up in the air too. And while the dunk contest is fun and it's fun to see his athleticism, it's still the skill work. So what he can do in meaningful games, because he's playing meaningful games. Unlike in 2016, he's playing meaningful games this year. It is what he does in meaningful games that will ultimately determine Aaron Gordon's future and what kind of player he can be. And whether the next time he's dunking at the All-Star Weekend, whether it'll be on Saturday or on Sunday. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Apple Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr__md. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Well, that's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. Aaron Gordon was robbed again. All we can do, AG, is say you're the people's champ. Until next time, this has been Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.